we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and health alert Bible studies for June 1st, 2020. And the next report is coronavirus bra bracelets are flooding the marketplace now and are ready to snitch on their workers. Surveillance firms around the world are licking their lips at a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to cash in on the coronavirus by repositioning one of the most invasive products in the history of mankind, the tracking bracelet. Body monitors are associated with criminality and guilt in the popular imagination. The accessories of Wall Street crooks under house arrest and a menace to society parolees. Unlike smartphones, de facto tracking devices in their own right, strapped on trackers are expressly designed to be attached to the body and exist solely to report the user's whereabouts and interactions to one or more third parties. But a climate of perpetual bioanxiety has paved the way for a broader acceptance of Big Brother's technology, with a wave of companies trying to sell a tracking accessories to business owners e eager to reopen under the aegis of responsible social distancing, being good little brown shirt Nazis, to the governments hoping to keep a closer eye on people in quarantine. Take a risk to flow a maryland-based outfit that helps corporations track their assets that's what they're called quote assets breathing or not in april 21st uh press release the company announced that it would begin selling bluetooth and wi-fi trackers to be worn on an employee on an employee's wrist like a fitbit or around their neck like a cowbell when people come within six feet of each other for a period of time the company wrote in a press release the device makes an audible chirp uh, it should give you a, a, like, I don't know, like a 20,000 volt zap, like a stun gun, too. I think that's where this really needs to be heading, personally. But um, And a record of the contact is made in the Arista Flow software system. But the tracking goes far beyond audible chirps. Arista's platform allows employers to continuously upload a record of close encounters to a corporate cloud, providing an up-to-date, real-time list of presumed social distancing violators that would double as a detailed record of workplace social interactions. Welcome to the brave new world. The company also collects a history of employee interactions. If an infection, like a COVID-19 infection, does occur... Historical data from the system will allow for highly accurate contact tracing as records can show the individuals who were near the infected party. And remember, the only way to ever get out of this is just to get that vaccine, that COVID-19 vaccine that's coming. And that way, if you get exposed in the future, you'll be good to go at work. Other than every time, if you don't get the vaccine, you'll have to self-isolate for 14 days. And I'm sure that won't affect you economically at all. See, they're trying to just paint us in the corners where we economically are going to be destroyed unless we go along with what they're saying. And this is why I've been saying for years and years to my listeners to like stock up, stock up, stock up, put yourself in a position of strength, not of weakness, make yourself as small a target as possible, you know, have your reserves. Hopefully you've got, you know, food stores and things of this nature and maybe some gold and silver, maybe some cash reserves, things of those th nature, because you know, it might be a kind of a life or death situation for for you to be able to <clears throat> weather this horrible storm that we're moving into. I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm just saying I'm, I think that's sound advice, and I have done that for a long time. Um, Hal Turner made an announcement. Now, I don't think this is practical, but I'm going to go ahead and read it because I think it's just good to understand this, where we're moving. And he said, and it's, and again, I think this is, impractical because nobody's going to do it most likely or very few 
But he says, to evidently to people that know him, before you install any contact tracing or COVID-19 app on your phones, please delete me from your phone, from your iPhone, I'm thinking. I am respectfully asking all of this of my family and friends. The government and media hype about this virus is grossly distorted from reality, and it is being used to manipulate the public into a situation of absolute total control by the government. I will not be party to it. I suspect a good portion of you will be downloading the COVID-19 app for the greater good and for safety and for the safety of loved ones. We can debate back and forth, but I've already de de decided the following. To all my contacts who intend to install the COVID-19 Healthy Together app or any other similar contact tracing app, please delete me from your phone contact list as well as from Facebook, Twitter, and other social media sites before installing this or any other similar app on your smartphone. You see, these apps want permission to access your contacts. See, I didn't even know that until now. So see, it's not enough to get you in trouble. They want to get all your contacts in trouble as well. They want to have you in those, in those databases. You do not have my consent to use my phone number or Facebook, Twitter, or other social media outlet profile in connection with your app to identify, track, or locate me, my family, and friends with any of these apps without my knowledge or consent. As I understand it, all of your contacts will be known, and this will all be done without prior consent or knowledge. So please count me out and remove me before you have downloaded any of these apps. Having seen what's going on in China with this program, I refuse to have any part of it. So, again, another little piece of the puzzle for, for you to, I think it's important for you to know about. Then we have this. Manchester-based cyber security firm VST Enterprises has signed a deal with health digital company Circle Pass Enterprises, or CPE, to create a digital health passport designed to make it easier for individuals to safely return to work after the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. The two companies have partnered to create the world's most secure digital health passport, known as Pass. And according to VST Enterprises, are committed to working with governments and major stakeholders to deploy the technology. The CPE will ship the digital health pass passports to 15 countries around the world, including Italy, Portugal, France, Panama, India, the US, Canada, Sweden, Spain, South Africa, Mexico, United Arab Emirates, and the Netherlands, with the goal of supplying 50 million digital health passports. The first passports will begin shipping next week. VST's enterprises are V-Code and V-Platform Technologies will be integrated into the COVID Pass to ensure it is secure. How the coronavirus digital health passport works is this. The COVID Pass will use a color system of green, amber, or red to indicate whether the individual has tested positive or negative for the COVID-19 and relevant health information. Like I said, the testing kits are, are um, so many are contaminated and you know the false positives and, and all of those things going in there and then now what we had learned with the flu shots you could have already had it in the flu shot or you might have been exposed to somebody and you got over it because it's no big deal unless you're like in wuhan china and all the parameters are perfect or in a nursing home you know and 80 years old uh firstly the user downloads the app and then enters key information such as name address age and verifies the identify I, their identity using their fingerprint or facial scan then they take a COVID-19 test, the rigged COVID-19 blood test, administered by an authorized healthcare professional who would never do you wrong, and the results are scanned into the COVID pass. They can then use a digital health passport to authenticate their health status to enable a safe return to work, life, and safe travel. 
See, just as long as you do whatever Satan tells you to do, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I mean, you're going to end up in the lake of fire eventually because you're going to have to take the mark of the beast and, 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 you know, worship his image and his name and stuff like that. I'm not really, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. It's true, but I'm being sarcastic to my listeners. But yeah, so this will enable a safe return to life work and safe travel particularly for critical care and emergency surface key workers isn't that wonderful and then we have this the new normal nazi usa maui police asked for public's help to locate a wanted woman who failed to quarantine the maui hawaii police department recently took to facebook as part of what has been described as, as by some as a manhunt for a young woman who allegedly failed to quarantine on may 15th the maui pd asked the community to help help in finding the 24-year-old Tara Trufio. I can barely say her name. It makes me want to just vomit. She's, she's evil. Writing on the department's Facebook page, police are requesting your assistance to locate Tara Trufino. Trufino is wanted for violating the rules of order for failure to quarantine. Trufio is described as a 24-year-old Caucasian female, height 5'11", weight 155 pounds, with brown hair and hazel eyes. She sounds evil to me. Just being white. I mean, ooh, makes my skin crawl, <laughs> even though I'm white. She was last seen in Haku, which, and may now be in the Kahai area. Anyone with information is asked to please contact the Maui Police Department immediately. The, the post was updated on May 16th with the following. On May 16th, 2020, at 2.31 a.m., hail Satan that Tara Trunfino of Colorado was arrested for two counts of rules and orders. Again, hail Satan. Oh, no, I, I added that part in, but they might as well put it in there. An all-points bulletin was put out for her arrest of this hardened, hardened, evil criminal. They should have just shot her on sight and made an example for the rest of us sheeple that we would never, ever not self-quarantine or do whatever they tell us to do when they tell us to do it. There were over 300,000 people reached with the post and over 5,000 comments, some positive and some negative. How dare them be negative? Maui Police Department will continue to enforce the rules and orders set forth by the governor of the state of Hawaii, mayor of Maui County, and Hawaii revised statutes. Trunfio's bail set at $4,000. She remains in police custody as of May 16, 2020, 9.45 a.m. Thank you, sir. May I have another? The Facebook post went viral after being shared nearly 3,000 times and receiving over 8,000 comments. Most of the commenters, however, were not in support of the measures taken by the Maui Police Department. Well, they should all be summarily executed, I think, because we know who they are. We've got their contact information through the social media. You need to set out hit teams and make examples of all of us people that would dare utter anything negative against our satanic Luciferian government, obviously. Many Facebook users asserted Trunfino's rights were being violated and that the police department was behaving like fascists. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. How dare they? 
Sadly, this is not an isolated incident. All over the world, police departments are zealously ticketing, citing, and arresting people simply for violating draconian stay-at-home and social distancing orders handed down by the authoritarian government officials. How much worse is it going to be when they get their thousands of little contact tracers all up and running and up to speed, busily like their little beehives every day, calling and knocking on doors... And, in, and, and enforcing their stay-at-home orders and self-quarantine. Hey, and if you don't, it's jail time and a $4,000 fine per day. Come on, we can all afford that. This was a tweet that was sent out by Sandy Schneider, and she said, update on Atlas Gym in Bellamar, New Jersey. Government Governor Murphy had the water shut off at Atlas Gym because they wanted to open without the government's permission and placed an embargo against his property. He's seizing their assets. So he's going to take the whole gym, he turned the water off, and now we get to take all your property because you dare resist Satan. How dare you? You will be made an example of slave. You will bow. We're taking your gym. We're shutting you down. When We're probably going to throw you in jail to boot, and you're going to love it. You're going to love every second of it. Next report. Police around the world place orders for high-tech surveillance helmets that scan for COVID-19 fevers. Is that like Saturday Night Fever? Oh, no, that, that was John Travolta. Sorry. The stuff of futuristic sci-fi movies is very quickly becoming our brave new normal in the midst of worldwide coronavirus pandemic. And yes, cutting-edge technology is most certainly playing a role. In Italy, Dubai, China, and other nations around the world, police forces are putting in orders for thermal imaging helmets, which can scan the temperatures of passersby. Because, see, they've, all they've got to do is have the slightest provocation. They'll give you their test kits that are going to give you your false positives. They're going to have their what if what if you're what if you just um, got worked up about so what if you're out in the sun or whatever and came in, well of course you're going to register as possibly having a fever or something like that or or what if you were just jogging or doing some physical activity or just walked for three miles, doesn't matter, you go to jail, you go to lockdown and you do what you're told, you got COVID nineteen, this is absolute total satanic insanity i want a bullet in my head about four thousand times before i'm going to comply with any of this i'm just telling my listeners right off the bat i'm not living this way i'm not so they could just come and kill me if god if god permits them they can just take the old gun blow my brains out and that's what about as far as I'm going to comply with this draconian garbage. I would rather be dead than comply with this new normal. I'm, I'm just flat out telling you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious as a heart attack when I say that. I'm not lying. The helmets are produced by a Chinese firm, KC Wearable, and while they are effective at scanning for temperatures, experts are concerned that considering some people may have fevers due to causes other than COVID-19, or just being hot in general for physical activity, while others may carry the disease and present no symptoms, they're certainly not fail-safe. To say nothing of the gross invasion of privacy concerns that such a device in the hands of law enforcement poses to citizens of free nations, it's not just temperatures either. Any wearer of the helmet would be able to measure the temperature of a specific individual, the temperatures of people passing by in crowds, scan a person's QR code for personal data, 
whatever that is, and even recognize license plates, see people in the dark, or apply facial recognition. Of course. It's got all that built into that helmet, that little satanic helmet. The company says that any information captured by the helmet is stored within it. Good, good, good. If this doesn't have your liberty sense tingling, I don't know what will. Dr. Xi Guayo, the global chief of the KC Wearable, um, over 1,000 of these helmets are on the way and already ready for use across China. Oh, good. Coming to a fascist environment near you. Then we have this. Obama's CDC's boss, who admired China's response, is now been put in charge of the contact tracing program for America. And they, he said, we can learn from China's response. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can. Two years ago, the N NYPD was frog marching Thomas Fryden, Obama's former CDC boss, with his hands cuffed behind his back after he was charged with third-degree sexual abuse and forcible touching. So this is the maggot we've got in charge of the contact tracing program, one of Obama's appointees. I'm not saying Trump's an angel either, but this is one of the typical maggots that Obama put in a position of power. Fryden had been accused of groping a female friend, but was shortly released without bail on his own recognizance, pled guilty to disorderly contact, conduct, and, and had the charge sealed and dismissed, of course, because that's what always they do, those people in high-level places always do. And that shouldn't have been surprising. Not only had Fryden headed for New York City's health department for seven years, going to war against fat big sodas, because he did all these things about fat and sodas or whatever, to try to, you know big brother but he had remained a close bloomberg ally and the billionaire was a major funder of vital strategies Friden's public health organization now governor cuomo has announced that new york new jersey and connecticut will be launching a tri-state contact tracing program again hail satan it's in the 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 thing here sorry teasing um mike bloomberg has volunteered to help us develop the program Cuomo, whose policies may have killed over 5,000 nursing home residents. Well, I think we're going to talk about that later. Um, it will be expensive, challenging, and require an army of tracers, Cuomo said. Of course, because that's all that really matters. Just get the whole country on forced quarantine lockdown because you know once one person checks positive and then they check all the phones of all the other people that have come within a six-foot distance of them, they're all going to have to go into quarantine. And then anyone they've been within six feet of, in the la they're going to, and then you're going to have the whole country in lockdown, which is what they want. It's absolute, total, satanic insanity. Bloomberg's present means that the vital strategies and and Fryden will be at the center of the undertaking before going on to run the cdc under obama Fryden, the um sexual molester had served as the global director of global health for bloomberg philanthropies even while working as bloomberg's health commissioner so birds of a satanic feather tend to flock together and then this, vital information for all Americans, a woman gets her contact tracer certificate and tells all. Now, this is some of the most important information in this whole study that I'm covering. This is vital to know this information. This is a woman that went and got the certificates for contact tracing. Got them all. Just so she could, I believe, expose it. I'm, I'm assuming. So let's listen to what she says. This is um, probably the longest video I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing, but I, I really when I saw this I'm like I gotta play this. I've got I've gotten a choice. I just got this today. A listener sent this to me, 
and um, let's go ahead and listen. You have probably heard of contact tracing through your governor, through the news, as things that need to be implemented before we can go back to normal. But what is contact tracing? Let me share it with you, and you're going to be freaked out by the end of this video. Now, now what I did is I was very interested in this, so I went ahead and I got two certificates in terms of what it was to become a contact tracer. So I spent about nine hours. We're going to wrap it up here in about 20 minutes to just give you the highlights of what contact tracing entails and how it's going to affect you because I guarantee you it will affect you and your family. We talk about saving the lives and the livelihood of the American people and, and of course, the life of our democracy. Satanic so in terms witch. of saving lives, Saving lives. This reptilian satanic witch could care less about saving any life but her own. The only way we're going to have uh, rid ourselves of this as well as open up our economy uh, is evidence, science-based, testing, testing, testing. Testing, 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 testing. And all the test kits, a lot of them are contaminated. And then a lot, of, you know, if you've, if you've got the antibodies, if you've been exposed to it, okay, well then, you know, you're going to be on their radar and you probably got it in a flu shot if you got it. So, you know, there's all kind of ways you're going to test positive on this thing. Just think of the T's. Testing, tracing, treatment, and isolation then when necessary, yeah, of course, with social Devil. distancing. So let's look at the main points. Now, this is if you have COVID-19. You can either be done by test or by symptoms. Now, what our contract tracers know is that you can infect two days before and up to 10 days after. And how you can infect people is there's three definitions that were given in contact tracing school. One is physical. So you're hugging someone, you are kissing them, high-fiving them. Any physical contact, you could have given it to them. If you're close, within six feet for more than 10 minutes. So you're talking to someone and you're within that six feet social distancing number. Well, you can infect them then. Let's say you're more than six feet apart, but for a longer time. At this point, you're thinking movie theaters, airplanes, trains, restaurants. So maybe not direct contact with somebody, but they're in the vicinity of the area for longer than 30 to 40 minutes. Now, what's going to happen is once you get a test that is positive, it goes to a tracer, and that tracer is going to do some research on you, find out a little bit about you, and give you a call. This is why you never take the tests, okay? Because you're opening up Pandora's box on this. And if you're already on the red list or, or the blue list, it's going to be positive anyway, most likely. Now they're going to tell you that you you tested positive. Remember what I remember what I said before. That's why they're they're doing this. They're trying to update the red list according to Dave Hodges. That's what the contact tracing is all about. Getting you in their database and getting all your personal contact information. This has nothing to do with COVID-19. This is all about control and taking away all of our rights. That you need to be isolated for a minimum of 10 days on the onset. And it has to be within three, no fever for three days. So if you're on day nine, but you still have a fever, you need to add another three days until your fever is cleared. So ridiculous. And by isolation, I mean total isolation. This is nobody near you. 
even your dog can't be there. So you can see here that specifically with a person that is symptomatic, they should maintain separation from household animals as they would any other household members and avoid direct contact with any of your pets. So you cannot contact your pets, people, anybody in your family. You need to be completely isolated. Absolutely. Now what that means is you could have to go into a hotel room um, if you have no way of not sharing a bathroom or any space. They will check that out. So you'll have oh, yeah. to show like video evidence if the conference is done via teleconference. Walk them around your house. Let them know that you have space to be isolated. Make sure Big Brother Satan is totally appeased. Now the next is quarantine. Quarantine means I am healthy. I have no symptoms. I have not contacted the disease. But maybe for 14 days, they're going to check to make sure that I haven't. So that means, again, that I cannot leave my house. And as a contact tracer, I'm supposed to set you up with social services. So if you have kids um, and you have no one to care for them, we'll take your kids. We'll take care of that. Of course, yeah. If you have Absolutely. groceries, we'll take your kids. We reported on this. Yeah. Groceries. If you don't have everything, all the parameters set up in your house, just perfect. They're going to come and take your kids. You literally cannot be in contact with hmm. anybody and you how could you possibly do this when like i said the scenarios are oh well you were in contact with 20 people and they were in contact with 140 people and they were in contact where does it end how, how can you do this to the whole nation how is that even possible you couldn't hire enough people to enforce all of this and again this is something we should really to if you're going to pray against one aspect of this you would really want to heavily emphasize this contact tracing because this is the most satanic aspect other than like the vaccines and what Bill Gates has planned. This is the most satanic aspect of what we've got in our face right now because the vaccine is not tomorrow. The contact tracing is actually starting right now. Not leave your house, even if you're healthy. You are still quarantined not to be leaving the house. Unfortunately, you could be totally healthy get out of quarantine and guess what be at a restaurant someone else in the vicinity has it be quarantined again exactly. now i'm not sure what happened with all the other states but what we did in california is we passed a workman's comp law that's in effect to the end of july that workman's comp is going to take care of all of that for any employee no matter where you contract contact it <clears throat> the uh, employers are going to be held responsible. I'm not sure what that is in all the other states, but it's something that passed here just recently, and who knows if that will get extended. Okay, so isolation and quarantine basically means the same thing, except quarantine is a little bit longer, right? So you're sick, you only have 10 more days. If you're quarantined, 14 days. What does this look like in normal time? Okay, so they're going to want to know, as a contact tracer, um, I call you up, I tell you you become positive, We've looked at your house, do a video conference so you can show me that you have a place to isolate. And then I'm going to ask you, who did you come in contact with? And I'm going to tell you, if you tell me, oh, I don't know, I'm going to tell you to look at your phone and we can do it together and look at your social media and we'll figure out where you have been. And you need to make sure you know your movies, flight numbers. I told you all these years that the smartphones, the social media, it's all about data mining. At the end of the day, that's what it's all really about, data mining. And ultimately bringing us to this point where they're going to use this to just lock everyone down and take away all their liberties and all their rights. 
and anything with large venues. Now, some of the places, what they've already instituted now, are you have to put your contact information when you go to a restaurant, you go to a hair salon, any of those things, because that way they can track you. Yes. But you would say, I want you to track everybody at the rest. Better not hope if you go to a restaurant that, you know, and they have their phones or whatever. I don't trust the whole thing about the app either. I mean, it's just, yeah, you download it or whatever. Okay, you're fully compliant. But I mean, I don't, even if you didn't do it, I still don't trust it. That's why I'm saying that, that you shouldn't even take your phone into these places and they should be in blocker bags when, when you're out and about. <clears throat> um, but she's talking about family needs to be quarantined and maybe longer. These are the people that will be affected. Uh, then everyone sitting in the same cabin is a train. Everyone. Yeah, that's real practical. What about the people they've exposed for this non-existent 2.6 infinitesimal death rate COVID-19? And it's just the thing is that's so frustrating about this is that if people go along with this and it appears as though they are, you know, we as a country really do deserve to be put under the boot of Satan if we're going to go along with this. I'm not, but I'm just saying in general. And I'm not talking about to my listeners either. I'm just saying humanity in general really does deserve that. And the church should be screaming about this, about all of our liberties and rights. And again, I really don't hear that. They're going to go along with whatever Romans, you know, 13, they believe that Romans and 13 means. And well, hey, they're already yoked up with the government anyway, the 501c3. Romans 13 is just an excuse to go along with whatever the government says. And, you know, tell their parishioners to, to do whatever they're told. Also, people you work with, they'll all have to be locked down. And then the people in the restaurant you eat at, while you, you know, they're all going to have to be locked down. Oh, that's practical. And then everyone they came in contact. I mean, one person could, could, could basically um, mean that, you know, if they didn't, let's say they let this go on a few days. I mean, you could have whole states that had to be locked down because of one person testing positive, a false positive on a COVID-19 garbage test like the papayas and the goats that tested positive for it. Movie, or I went to this restaurant, everybody who's at that restaurant would be contacted then by the contact oh. tracer. So let's say, unfortunately, I got it. Well, guess what? My family would have to be quarantined. And not just for the 10 days, they have to be quarantined for 14 days because it would be also the last time they had contact with me. So on day four, my test comes back positive. Now they have 14 days from day four, the last day that they had contact with me. And they have to be completely <clears throat> isolated from me. Absolutely. Which is practical, too, because if, you know, you've got all these different people that have to be isolated in all these parameters and settings, that's that's practical. Most people can do that. Most people can go and quit their job and then go into a, a hotel for 14 days and self-ice and just stop their life totally. That's, pr that's totally practical for the average person. I don't know, you know, me especially. I, I mean, I could definitely see that, doing that easily. Let's say I was on a train. We were all sitting on the ca same cabin because I was getting to work and there was 10, 15 people on that train. All of them would need to be quarantined. I had gone to work. Everybody at work would need to be quarantined. I went to a restaurant after work. All of them would need to be quarantined. Can you see how a disease, when it is already widely spread, this doesn't make sense to quarantine the population in terms of you could get quarantined again and again? And that's why they're going to make this so impossible that people are going to be so desperate. They're going to be like, whatever vaccine I got to take, I'll take it. I don't want to go through this anymore. That's the environment 
that Bill Gates and the Luciferians are trying to create. And Donald Trump's going to be right there with them. He's going to be right there with them. And again, even though you're healthy and never sick, you will not be allowed to leave your house. Now, you've been hearing that this is all voluntary. You'll hear it throughout huh. the, the speeches. I've listened to a lot of governors. I'll put on the Washington governor really quickly so you can hear him say, oh, yeah, it's, they, they'll follow it. But let me show you before I do that a couple of the documents that are out there. This is right on his website. He's already rolled out the plan. And basically, you can read this. Request for voluntary quarantine. This is for somebody you're the legal guardian at. It tells you to go and remain at the address by the date and time. And then I love this. It is very important that you comply with this request for voluntary quarantine. Remember, I'm not sick. Nobody's sick. Your health and the health of others depend on it. <laughs> if you do not comply with this request for voluntary quarantine, we may use a detention order wow. enforced by the police to assure your compliance. Voluntary, though. Doesn't sound real voluntary to me. If it, I mean, l listen to this oxymoron of a sentence again. If you do not comply with this quest for a voluntary quarantine, we may use a detention order enforced by the police. The jackboot thugs, they're going to they're gonna come and kick down your front door if you don't comply to assure your compliance. It, it, you know... That's where the rubber's really going to meet the road. Right there. <laughs> With a lot of people. That's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be a bloodbath, I think. Across America. Because there's a lot of people that are not going to comply with this. They see it for what it is. It's not voluntary, in other words. This is draconian forced. And when it says detention order, that's probably a FEMA camp where they're going to have you. You'll probably never be seen again. Hmm. That's the strangest voluntary request I've ever received. And then this is also on the website. And I've put everything here because obviously go research this stuff yourself. But you can see here, if you use a court order because someone is not following, they have non-compliance, you can be incarcerated and fined up to $2,000 per day. Yep. Let me show you the governor. So let me show you how he... This is all from her her contact tracing certificates and all the the, the course that she just completed. 2000 bucks a day and, 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 and on top of the car incarceration in a FEMA camp. And guaranteed you'll be on the red list then if you weren't. If you, if you ever get out of there. ...for somebody who does not follow direction. Hi, Governor. When it comes to contact tracing, how are you guys going to handle people or families who want to refuse a test or to isolate if they want to leave their home to get groceries? I know you said they can't do that. How will you make sure they don't? Well, that's why I referred to the family support personnel. We will have attached to the families a family support person who will check in with them to see what they need on a daily basis, see how they're doing, see how they're faring and help them if, if, if they if if they can't get a friend to do their grocery shopping uh we will help get them groceries in some fashion if they need pharmaceuticals to be picked up we can help make sure that they get their pharmaceuticals so that's why we want to provide them family support We're, as far as it, how benevolent of satan so it, it just shouldn't come to that and it really hasn't we've had uh, really good success when we've asked people to isolate 
they've done so in the real high the thing is is, is that that's just is so sickening to hear that if that's true because that just gives the illuminati the green light to just just absolutely put the boot down right on your throat and just just go for it baby you know percentages so uh we're happy about that we believe that that will continue so remember everybody that will be quarantined will be 14 days from the last contact and this there's no minimum times this could be indefinite now you're thinking there's just no way like what about my privacy how do i have to share this information and i can tell you when i went through the contact tracing classes they tout that you are doing this contact tracing for the the greater good you are helping people not spread the disease it is very important that that people have privacy but when it comes to the greater good your privacy is null and void now as soon as you get a positive test result now some of the comments below this i'll just read these now uh this is exactly what they did to the jews in nazi germany they couldn't buy or sell without being registered they took children away into re-education concentration camps another one said doesn't sound voluntary to me sounds like compulsory and martial law another one said the greater good got a lot of people killed historically talk to a holocaust survivor yeah yeah and this is where we're at this is where we're at unless there is massive massive pushback prayer and fasting going on and i i don't see it coming from the 501c3 church i, I wish i i did but unless they wake up you know i don't see it this goes directly to an electronic database let me tell you i took this directly off the training website <clears throat> that the isolation or quarantine can be mandated and enforced and there's other health enforcements such as vaccines are requirements to take medicine because you cannot <laughs> be risk being infected and giving it to others. Yeah, that's coming. The, the vaccines are coming. For COVID-19, you might assume that your test result will stay confidential with your doctor and the health department. After all, that's how it usually works with medical information, but we're living in unusual times. Amen, brother. The Associated Press has revealed that across America, there's widespread sharing of medical information between health officials and law enforcement. Oh yeah, and widespread sharing. Uh, your COVID-19 test results between Big Brother, government, law enforcement, jackboot thugs, and the, and the hospitals. You're gonna have a, you can have all these blending and melding together. Is doing it. So is El Paso County. It is law enforcement specific information that is only in our computer aided dispatch. Jacqueline Kirby is with the El Paso County Sheriff's Office. She says addresses are flagged identifying homes of people who have tested positive oh, for COVID-19. Oh yeah, then the Big Brother knows exactly where you're at. You tested positive even though you didn't, even though you never had it because the testing kit was contaminated. It doesn't matter. Oh, now you're on the radar forever. We get sensitive information all the time. We have cautions on addresses for a myriad of reasons. And this is just an additional layer of protection for our deputies. I want to share with protection. you, this is just something in California. That's where I'm located. But you can read here, and I'm assuming that a lot of other states have similar things. This shows that they can, because you can see here, a threat of a communicable disease outbreak or epidemic that threatens the public health, it gives them the rights to do this. Adopt and enforce regulations requiring strict or modified isolations or quarantine for any contagious infections or communicable diseases. 
It takes measures as necessary to discern the nature of disease and prevent its spread. It can take control of the body of any living person or the corpse of any deceased. <laughs> it can quarantine. So you have isolate. no right over, over your own body if, you, if you're supposedly a COVID-19 carrier. You forfeited all personal liberties. They can take control over you and do whatever they want to do is what they're saying. Inspect and disaffect persons, animal, houses, rooms, and other property. So based on what we have right now, I don't have any privacy rights. You can see no. here, this is just New Jersey. I just wanted to throw this out there because other states have laws. This was enacted in 2005. So I suggest you go start researching what is allowed in your state and what rights you have given up when you start looking at a disease that could pose a risk to the health of the population. Let me put it very quick. Okay, here's the here's the Satanist um, uh, Chamalist or Alan Dershowitz, which we talked a lot about last week. Um, and this is this interview that he was doing with this guy, and she's going to play some more of of this Satanist devil that's good buddies with Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, rapist pervert is is. But he's an American lawyer and academic, and he knows what's best for us. You have no constitutional right, none, to endanger. The public and spread a disease even if you disagree you have no right not to be vaccinated yeah. you have no right not to wear a mask rot you, you reptilian no right. rot you reptilian fork tongue devil that's what i say to you and all your devil maggot ilk may god annihilate you and rain down his fury on every one of these reptilian slime bag luciferian child blood drinking child molesting devils may he annihilate them and all their devil ilk in the name of jesus christ to open up your business wait can i stop you hey. Did, yeah no right yeah, not hey. to be vaccinated meaning if they decide you have to be vaccinated we have to be vaccinated absolutely yeah. and if you have no right over our body anymore. the state has the power to literally take you to a yeah. doctor's office and plunge ah. a needle into your No, arm. you don't. No, you don't in the name of Jesus Christ. I will never, ever consent to that. Ever. Because you're not going to modify my DNA. You're not going to turn me into something not human. It's not happening in the name of Jesus Christ. In the Constitution. Is to prevent, if the vaccination is designed to prevent the spreading disease. If the vaccination oh, is only... It's designed to, to spread it. It's designed to annihilate us kill us off, sterilize us. That's what it's designed to do. But this satanic, luciferian, blood-drinking pervert is going to give me a morality lesson and tell me what I got to do. That's never happening. And a disease that you will get, for example, if there's a disease that will kill you, you have the right to refuse that, but you have no right to refuse to be vaccinated against a uh, contagious disease. Public health, the police power of the Constitution gives the state the power to compel that and there are cases you're a lying tongue maggot you're a double for so the they talked about tools available for contact tracing because they said you know in california we're supposed to have twenty thousand contact tracers for our population they said you might get a lot of these cases so you might be doing a couple hundred five hundred thousand a day how else can we do it and i thought this was weird but they talk about China and North Korea. They say China and North Korea have a great system because they oh, have I a bet. centralized database. Sure they do. And this database has everybody. China and North Korea, bastions of freedom. Okay, I've done 
tons of reports on them. That's, and I told you this, this is where they want to bring us. To the, to the Chinese, North Korean type of model where you're under draconian lockdown 24-7. You better not get out of line. Big Brother's watching you constantly and you better be a good little sheep. And I'm telling you, we are right ready to go into this mode unless there's massive pushback. Number, and they're given a unique code and these codes track them through GPS. So as soon as they're in contact or somebody has it, they can send a notice out to everybody and they automatically know that they've been infected. We don't have that in the USA, so it was weird that they brought that up. However, they wanted to share was a great system. They started talking about the USA and that they have smartphone apps and also that businesses should be taking information if somebody comes effect infected at this point until apps are more widespread. I wanted to share about apps because you've heard they're voluntary. They're voluntary and right now, in the US, there's some apps out there and we'll look at those, but they're about 2% of the people have downloaded them and they said they need at least 50 to 70% of the population to download it to make apps effective. But how do these apps work? Well, let me share what they're doing in India. So India released an app and they said, this is a voluntary app. You do not need to download it. However, get this, in order to go anywhere you have to have the app so if you want to get on a plane you have to show the app that you yep. are not under quarantine exactly. or isolation that's where this is all heading i hate to say that but that's where this is all heading again unless massive pushback occurs massive to get into work you have to show your app you want to get on a train you have to show your app so they said Oh, it's voluntary. They had the most downloads, more than Pokemon Go, because guess what? You couldn't go back to life without downloading the app. Now, I also put here New Zealand's app. What they do is they give you a QR code. You have to scan that QR code to get anywhere. So if you're supposed to be on quarantine or isolated, guess what? You're not getting anywhere because your app doesn't show you're cleared. So that's how they're really able to enforce this without a, a huge police or military presence because you just can't go anywhere without the app you can't get in the grocery store because they're going to have a qr code where you need to and they starve you out you know that's what they're doing this is this is the worst as far as draconian things this is of all my years in ministry this is by far the worst thing i've ever reported on regarding taking away every one of our liberties and and our right to travel uh the right to just lock you up on a whim the right to kick your door in and take your children. It's all encompassed in this, in this contact tracing and what we're talking about today here. And that's why I'm so stinking angry because this is the end of life as we know it, unless things massively change, okay? Uh, I, I can't even imagine what hellishness awaits regarding what I'm talking about here today, unless, again, massive pushback occurs in now you may be thinking well do they even have that in the united states well here's four states that already have their app ready to be downloaded and like i said they're at about two percent right now um but you might have noticed this on your iphone the other day this showed a software update yep. and if you didn't see it you might have already I went over the software update last study the automatic update but basically it says this allows um covid19 contact tracing apps to work 
and you may not even have known it. It's, it was a very quick little update, but it has already come to the United States. Recently, Google and Apple just gave out some information. I thought this was great. Here's the website at the, at the bottom. Obviously, I want you to do your own research, but you can kind of see here how it works, that you can see that you're close to somebody, and you get a notification that, uh-oh, yeah. you need to be quiet. Because your phone knows it's in proximity to this other phone. And this is why I'm saying you cannot have your phone out in public anymore unless it's shielded, preferably turned off and shielded, and preferably with no apps installed. And I would go to a dumb phone. i go to one of these like phones like that that I use that you know don't have all this stuff on there you, you're good i'm telling you i mean you have to you, you're gonna have to get to a point where you're gonna have to ask yourself is it worth it for me going into a quarantine camp or whatever or am i going to get rid of my smartphone am i going to shield my phone am i going to start living a different way because the alternative is they're going to get you unless god just protects you and shield your phone. But you know, I think God expects us, if we're aware of something, to take the necessary precautions. Things that, you know, you can control, you can pray about it all day long, but I think that God God would expect us to, okay, take the necessary precautions. Shield the phone. Don't, you know, downgrade to to a dumb phone, to a dumb phone, which is which is a form of, of rebellion against this. The more people that would do that, the more people are, are in a position where it's going to make their job so much harder. You know, get off of social media. Start start absolutely guarding your privacy, like I've been screaming about for years to do. There's, there's books that you can read, How to Be Invisible by J.J. Luna. Unfortunately, I found out the other day he's a total pervert, but it's a good book on privacy. And then he recommended another one called Extreme Privacy. That's another one. If you want to know more about this type of stuff, I'm telling you to make yourself as small of a target as possible. You know, and I know ultimately that that ultimately the way things are going that, you know, it's probably not going to matter in the end, but I'm trying to buy you some more time. I'm trying to buy you some, but you're going to have to ask yourself, is it worth it to have a smartphone now? Regarding all the stuff we're looking at, because the, the smartphone, and I've said this for years, is going to be the crux of the way that they ultimately try to control us lock, stock, and barrel. Sorry, my, my throat hurts so bad right now. I'm trying to do this study. I know Satan doesn't want me getting this out, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gut through it, and I'm going to get this study done. I'm going to get it up online. I don't care how bad my throat hurts. This is a big deal, guys. This is a really big, game-changing, talking, potentially life-or-death deal I'm talking about today here. You were too close. Someone had it. And then listen to this. In this second phase in the coming months, this is really interesting because it talks about that they're going to use Bluetooth in the first phase but without requiring an app to be installed. If a match is detected, the user will be notified and if the user has not already downloaded an official public health authority app, they will be prompted to download an official app and advise on next steps. You're not going to have a choice. They're telling you it's, it's voluntary at this point, but so was social distancing, and then we got locked down in our house. So it is not voluntary. This is happening, and you need to be aware. So 
I suggest this is a great document. Pull up this COVID-19 document that Apple and Google gave out. It really talks about all the different things that are going to happen because of the app. And it is scary. Just to kind of share with you the different states, if you think your state is exempt because of it might be a red state versus a blue state, every state is doing this. Okay, so I would suggest checking out this bill, HR 6666. And basically, there's a hundred billion dollars that they're asking for 2020, yep. and additional years for sub subsequent fiscal year financing for 2021 and beyond. So, if you think this isn't happening, and you think they're not investing a lot of money in it, they are. Yep. They're trying to get a hundred billion dollars to yep. track and trace us and keep us quarantined. How do you think? Point two six death rate from COVID nineteen, and that's what they're admitting to, but. They've they've initiated this. They're pushing all their chips in on this, and they're 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 coming, and they're not going to back off. I'm telling you, they're all in this time, and they're getting enough compliance where it's giving them the green light that they're just pushing forward. Allow you to get back into society without being quarantined and isolated again and again and again, especially as disease spreads or we do more testing and we realize that maybe there's a lot of people out there that have it that just don't, don't show symptoms but they'll need to be isolated. You'll see that there's 120 antibody tests. In general, these tests are not reliable for the individuals to act based on the results. So basically, they're saying, even if you have antibodies in the coronavirus, it's still unknown if that protects you from getting sick again. There's probably only one way that you're gonna be able to get out of your house, and that's gonna be to be vaccinated. Absolutely. So just watch out for that, because that is really becoming a hot topic. But in the meantime, they're gonna make your life such a living hell if you don't go through with all this stuff, that you're gonna be so desperate at the end. Most people, they're, they're gonna be begging for the vaccine to get back to some semblance of normalcy. That's how I see this played out. Of, of the vaccination and that might be the only way that you're going to be released out of this tracking and tracing in terms of being allowed to go into stores um, i wanted to share this last video with you and and i i thought it was interesting um i'll put it that way and, and end with that video but start thinking about this tracking and tracing and really what's the purpose it makes sense if something was small and the outbreak was small and they could actually track and trace it. But at this point, it's so widespread. Exactly. What is the value? With that. Jack Windsor, WMFD-TV, Mansfield. Uh, Governor, I'm the last question. And uh, my question is for you. And it's going to be a very sensitive question. And I'm going to do my best to be intentional so that it's not misrepresented. Uh, today, it sounds as, as if we're pivoting from COVID to larger social issues like housing education and transportation. Uh, I know in past pressers we've learned about Dr. Paul Farmer and Partners in Health working with us on contact tracing. Uh, looking at the Partners in Health website, contact tracing seems to be part of a larger social agenda for Partners in Health. Uh, the site states a, a vision to rectify, quote, structural violence of capitalism, which the organization sees as the root cause of things such as uh, racism, gender inequality, xenophobia, and homophobia. Now, I'm not questioning the injustice of those things, Governor, so let me be very clear about that. What my question is, can you tell us why you chose to partner with an organization that demonizes capitalism and seems to be rooted in liberation theology based on Marxist ideals? 
Well, I've never uh, always agreed with Paul Farmer, uh, who started it, and uh, m many of his ideas. Uh, but he, he and the organization have had an ability... This is the governor of Ohio. ...to deliver health services. Um, I'm, my wife, Fran, and I are very familiar with this in Haiti. Uh, we've, we've seen what he has done in Haiti. We've visited Haiti over, over 20 times. And so that's just something that we do... Probably to go down there to sacrifice small black children and eat them lives and so the partners with health we don't you don't have to accept the ideology uh of paul or anybody else but what i'm interested in is is getting things done and they're not the ones who are doing it on the ground uh people who are going to be doing it on the ground are ohioans uh but you know they they serve as a consultant uh they have done this type of work um, not only in the United States, but but around the world, uh, they're pretty darn good at it. And so I'm going to take help from wherever I can get help and where I find expertise. I, I don't have to agree with everyone's uh, ideology or, or what they think about uh, everything in the world and to, to, to accept that, to be able to use their help. Uh, we're in a war. We're in a battle. We're going to put the best people we can oh, on the yeah. field. Oh, yeah. uh, the best people are the Ohioans, but we're going to get we're going to get some help from this group because uh, they've done some of these things before. I'm assuming he's in re reference to the contact tracers. So, okay, let's let's continue here. Um, I got a lot more to go, and um, probably going to have to go into a part four. Fourth grader reaction to the new horrific U.S. COVID-19 CDC rules. This is heartbreaking. Uh, this from a mom named Jillian. This is my daughter after hearing about the new CDC guidelines for the school to reopen in the United States. Now, remember, I went over these guidelines for Canada. You might have thought, well, that's not going to be the case in America. Oh, oh, it is. It is going to be the case. Listen to this poor little girl, this poor little fourth grade girl. I can't remember when Taylor was this age. I, I just uh, I feel so sorry for her. I feel so sorry for her the, of the future that the God horrible future that we've got ahead of us here in this country i mean again unless god mightily intervenes unless i see what i would think mass repentance and prayer and fasting but i don't see it I, I just see them going along with what the government's telling them to do the church at large who has the power to change this but you know they're so blinded they're such sheep they're, they're so in lockstep with the government they're just most likely going to be used as tools. they're so the clergy response teams that are yoked up with the government i mean that's just the way it's going to be so I just read you the guidelines about starting school from the CDC and when school starts up again. You How can you tell she's been crying, poor little thing. About it. It's just torture. Why, why do we need to do this? Like, I get the, the, the masks, but why? Just so many things. All, what these they say? all these different parameters for these poor little kids to go back to school. This sweet little thing. And, and she, you know, she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand why she's got to be six feet apart from her friends and she can't talk to them anymore. she got to wear a mask and they don't have pee anymore and they're not going to have the cafeteria anymore. It's just basically a prison, what she's going back to. An absolute prison. And her mom's just telling her this kind of up front. And this is so pitiful. You can't do that hurts you the most. We can't talk to our friends, we can't do physical activity, like we can't do anything. You sit in a class, like you just sit there all day and do nothing. But they'll be teaching you educational subjects? Yes, like I get that, but 
just sitting there in a corner all day, just like, you can't have any friends to like help you with your day, like, you don't even know what's going on at home with other friends, like, what if something like bad is happening to you, but then you can't talk to any of your friends about it, because, like, you have to be six feet apart, you can't talk to them. That's very true. That's really sad. So what about the physical activities that hurt you the most? Which ones are you going to miss? I'm going to miss Gaga, Wall Ball, Spot, like just anything. We can't do anything, like at all. So do you think it's worth it to go back to school? No. Why? I mean, we're not doing anything like different from, like, from just sitting at home. We're, we're still going to sit there and do like sure we're gonna do like school education and stuff like that but why this oh, poor little baby oh, poor little thing god bless her Okay, so now we're going to listen to another video. Uh, I played him before, Zombie Farmer. Um, it's called The Stand. Zombie Farmer, you ain't got a chance. You're wasting your time. You can lead horses to water, but you can't make them drink. Can't plant seeds on rocky ground. Give up now. While you still got your dignity. There's no need of you trying to get people ready for the NWO takeover. That's happening right now in our own country in our own states and in our own towns. The NWO takeover that's happened in our own churches, in our own families, <coughs> in our own neighbors and friends. Just go ahead and give up. Because honestly, when the NWO does take over, when the commies reign supreme throughout this country, they're just going to bring tanks and Humvees. They're going to come up that 20-foot ravine. They're going to go over all them briar patches, and they're going to take you and take everything you have. And they're going to make you take that vaccine whether you want it or not. They're going to make you submit by telling you when you go to work, you're going to have to sign a new policy agreement. That you have to take the vaccine before you can continue employment here. And when and if you refuse, you're terminated for not following policy. Therefore, you will not be getting any benefits. You will be unemployed. 
And then every job you go to, you will have to sign their policy stating that you are going to get the vaccine to be able to go to work, to be able to buy and sell and provide for your family and have a livelihood throughout this country. Do you not see the conditioning, folks? Do you not see the trolls and the evil ones right here watching this video right now sitting here already typing their filth, telling me to give up, telling me to quit, telling me to shut this channel down because it's too late? Do you see them in the comment section, folks? Do you see them watching? Do you see your neighbors watching? Do you see it when you go to town and you go buy a gallon of milk or a loaf of bread? Do you see it when you go wash your car? Do you see it when you go and pay your bills? Do you see it in your own job? Do you see how people look at you if you're awake? I hope you see it. I hope you see it. I hope you have the they live glasses that I've been trying to pass out for the last year and a half I've been on this platform. Yeah, amen. Because once you're awake, you just can't take it off anymore, folks. You see it all around. Yep. You see it on the billboards. To whom much is given, much is required. You see it driving through town. You see it at the stoplights, at the red lights, at the four ways, in the grocery stores. You see it in the restaurants. Do you not see the evil that's taking over America? You want to know why? It's taken over America. <clears throat> because you see, folks, darkness is only one thing. It's the absent of light. The more darker and darker our country gets is because more and more light bulbs, more and more candlesticks gets popped and blowed out. They crawl back into hiding. I hear it all the time. I want my church back. I want my church back. Go take it back. If you want it back, go take it. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear it. Conditioning. Control. All for one agenda. And this agenda I'm talking about is in the Bible. Has already been foretold. This vaccine system on this ball and chain system that's out there. It's for complete control. It wouldn't surprise me, folks, with all these stimulus checks. They're getting people used to government sending the money. Yep. <clears throat> and there are, there are strings attached. I went over that in previous teachings, especially if it's this COVID-19 relief stuff. Getting people conditioned. Let me ask you this, folks. You want to know what? They come out with this vaccine. They come out with this little digital vaccine. You go on your hand, your forehead, or wherever. And it changes you. <laughs> yeah. Just say they're going to attach 500000 to it. Million dollars to it on your digital currency. That's coming as well. To do away with the cash society. To go to straight cashless. And they're going to butter everything up to where you can be a millionaire. As long as everybody's got that mark. As long as everybody takes that vaccine. Think it's crazy? I don't. 
You see, 2020-060606 is there for a reason. It got changed <clears throat> to COVID-19 for a reason. And all of this stuff is already pre-planned. <clears throat> Evil is lurking everywhere. To whom do you serve? I serve God Almighty. Amen. Christ abides in me. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, <clears throat> no president, he wasn't too good of a president, did a lot of things wrong, a lot of things bad. But he had one quote. And that quote has stuck with me throughout time, ever since I knew that he was the one to say it. <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you that quote right now. Especially for all of the ones who has hung with me, who is still hanging with me and joining on to this resistance movement that we have going on right now. And that's exactly what it is. And that's why the leftist commies doesn't want me on here reaching out to y'all. That's why they, on the first of this video, that's why they tell me all these things. To discourage me, to keep me from being here. I laugh and go on. But their plan is still in full swing. <clears throat> and the only people going to fight for this country, folks, is us. We are the only ones left to take it back. And one day we'll have to. Life is but a breath. And it goes by so quickly. And this life, it's filled with so much turmoil. It's filled with so much strife and heartbreak. Folks, when you get to the end of your rope, I want y'all to do me a favor. Please remember I said this. Please like and share this video. But when you do get to the end of your rope, and you do believe that all hope is lost, that there is no more hope, there is no more goodness, there is no more light, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tie the largest knot that you could ever tie on the end of that rope. And I want all my folks to hang on for dear life. Amen. Because we will rise up. Amen, brother. Amen. So I like to commingle this stuff in there not just all negative doom and gloom and granted i mean that was a very sobering message but you know gotta remember god's in control of this none of this has taken him by surprise uh <clears throat> this i'm just gonna play about eight minutes of this video yeah uh sheriffs we took an oath to the constitution not to governments and lockdowns so i'm gonna go ahead and play this Joining me today is Sheriff Bob Songer from Klickitat County, Washington. Thank you for taking the time to be my guest today, Sheriff. 
Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Now, Sheriff Songer, uh, what has how has the virus affected your county? Well, like most counties, right now the virus uh, is creating an economic problem in our county. Our businesses need to get open, and in my opinion, if we don't get our businesses open, uh, the economic problem is going to be a lot worse than the virus. Now, what is the current situation uh, in regards to the lockdown in your county? Well, our governor, Inslee, uh, has put out several orders about gathering and non-essential businesses and so forth, but I feel are unconstitutional, and I've given a press release uh, that I will not, um, myself or my deputies, will not enforce those laws. They're unconstitutional. They're really not even a law. Uh, so I made a very strong stand against that, and my feeling is, as sheriff, my job is not only to throw bad guys in jail, which I think our officers do quite well at, but the primary job as an elected sheriff is to protect... Sorry, the, the audio is horrible on this, but this is a... I mean, this is from a, a wonderful, righteous sheriff in Washington. This is liberties and God-given constitutional rights, and that's exactly what I intend on doing. Now, have any businesses started to reopen there in your county, Sheriff? Uh, there has been some steps. They're going through what they call a dial-down. They're allowing some places to open, some of the non-essential business to open, uh, as long as a curb service. Only so many people can be in the business at a time. But what folks don't realize, a lot of these businesses operate on a very thin profit line. And if you start telling them you only have half your customers in there, or you can only have three quarters of your customers. That could be the very, very thing that'll cause them to go broke right. because they operate on such a thin profit line. Now, uh, you, you stated that you believe that the lockdown orders are unconstitutional and uh, your department is not going to be uh, enforcing them. Uh, what is overall your take uh, as a sheriff of your county there, uh, of the governor's uh, response, Jay Inley's response to this, as he readies to deploy the National Guard uh, for their contact tracing programs there in your state, and implying that uh, and stating that anyone who refuses the lockdown orders may be subject to civil and criminal penalties. Yeah, I know that's what he said, but the bottom line is, uh, I don't work for the governor. I'm an elected sheriff. I only work for the people that elected me to office, and my job is to protect their rights. And if the governor thinks he's going to start bullying people, uh, I know his intentions may be good. Government's intentions are always good. No, they're not. Uh, not always, but <laughs> most of the time. And uh, he's doing it for the no. health of the public no, and save no, their not. lives and so forth. At the same time, stomping all over their liberties and their constitutional rights. And people need to wake up uh, to the fact that, yes, a virus is dangerous. There's no question about it. Use good common sense. But if uh, his group or his, uh, I think he's got like 1,300 people that are going to go door to door, contact people for testing and so forth. And the citizens, several have asked me, Sheriff, well, if they come to my door, do I have to let them in? And I said, absolutely not. That's your choice. As an individual, if right. you want to cooperate Amen. with them, that's your choice. But if you don't want to cooperate with them, you tell them to get the hell off your property and either bring the sheriff, which I'd be happy to go out there, or uh, get it in, in its due process. They've got to go through a court to get a warrant to enter the, the property or enter the house. So unless they go through the due process of a court, uh, their uh, 
if they were trying to force the quarantine by forcing people to go, they're clearly in violation of uh, the Constitution. What do you see next for your county uh, moving forward, uh, the next steps that you guys will be taking there uh, as the summer approaches now? I think what you're going to see is that at some point, a lot of these businesses are going to open, whether it's in, in the right dial-down dial mode or not. Uh, they have to make a living. They have to feed their families. They have to pay their employees. And they can't do it if this is drug out over another couple months or whatever. And I think you're going to just see people um, disobey that so-called uh, order and uh, open their doors. Now, I've told these folks, our citizens, that I will not arrest them. I will not cite them. Unfortunately, I don't have any control over their business license. The state does. So they would be at risk losing their business license. But, you know, when our governor came out with essential and non-essential businesses, that just bothered me. The word essential and non-essential is ridiculous. It makes others feel like they're less important, right? Yes. When they can tell businesses, restaurants and so forth, that they can't be open. And they tell gun dealers that they can't sell firearms, even though the federal government said they are essential. Our illustrious governor, I call him King Inslee, he has said that... Uh, uh, those are non-essential businesses, violating the Second Amendment, and people to be able to have a firearm to protect themselves and so forth. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, he has no problem with allowing marijuana shops to be open, uh, allowing liquor stores to be open. Uh, of course, that's big tax money on the state. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> those are essential. Too. So I think there's a motivation there. But my personal belief is that there is no crisis, absolutely no crisis, that uh, should uh, walk over your liberties or your constitutional rights, period. Uh, and, and the problem is that people roll over thinking the government's really going to try to help them out, and there's good intentions, don't get me wrong. Take my hat off to the uh, medical staff, the nurses, and all these people on the front line doing an outstanding job. And this is not aimed toward them. This is aimed toward our governor. Our governor is pushing his liberal agenda, using the crisis to do it, and taking away certain liberties. Now, you can open up your business, sir, but you have to follow these guidelines or we'll shut you down. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's a violation of that person's rights. And I thought uh, Sheriff uh, Mack, Richard Mack, outstanding man, outstanding constitutional patriot, I thought he said it well. If we could all agree upon one, one amendment, and that would be religious freedom. If we could all agree just on that. But our governor did not agree to that. He backed off of that a little because he got taken into federal court, and they kind of slapped his hand on that. So he's, he's not open it completely, but he's backed off now that they could have cars show up in the parking lot and hold a service, which before that wasn't allowed. Uh, it's just unreal. And when I see officers across the country arresting people, that lady out of Texas, a salon owner, what a patriot she is. Officers going in and arresting these people are ridiculous. They ought to read the Constitution and the oath they took and feel ashamed to follow some idiot governor's uh, mandate because uh, that governor doesn't he did not write the uh, Constitution. So, 
yeah, that he's a he's a wonderful sheriff. Uh, and uh, that's all I have for for part three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to do another part here. Try to um, get this study done because I haven't even gotten to the murder, cash for murder, Michigan governor and all these other governors that are putting these COVID-19 uh, patients into the nursing homes in order to kill off all the, all the elderly. I haven't got into that yet. So I got to cover that. And we're going to go to part four next. God bless you. And uh, I apologize for freaking out in this last part. But I mean, I'm just, I've never seen information like this. And um, it's just, it makes me so righteous and indignant that you know i have a hard time keeping a lid on it anyway god bless you and see you in part four